So we managed to adopt a legally binding UN Security Council resolution on Israeli settlements. It was the first time it managed to be adopted and was not vetoed in 36 years. Mm -hmm. So Malaysia managed to do that. So to me, that's a valuable lesson that uh, don't think that you can't make a difference. Is foreign affairs foreign to you? If so, welcome to Daily Diplomacy, where we make foreign affairs unforeign. I'm Afik Al Hafiz, and I'm your host for today's Daily Diplomacy, brought to you by My Diplomacy. We have a very special guest today, so let's welcome Miss Murni Abdul Hamid. Before we start, would you like to tell us more about yourself? Thank you. Uh, my name is Murni. I've joined the Ministry of Foreign Affairs uh, in 2003, so that's more than 18 years ago. Um, currently, I'm the Undersecretary at the Human Rights and Humanitarian Division. One, out of all possible careers, why did you choose a career in international relations and foreign affairs? I've actually always been interested in foreign affairs and foreign policy since I was in high school. I always tried to read up news on foreign affairs. Um, but I also have uh, a lot of lawyers in my family. Like almost everyone's um, from my dad to my siblings to their spouses and my own spouse, they're all lawyers. So I thought maybe it's good to have a diplomat to mediate between the lawyers. Oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> but mainly it's my, my interest um, in foreign policy. I see. Okay. If we weren't here interviewing you, what would you be doing instead? Like, what would a typical day at work be for you? I'll be working on a speech by Prime Minister, which is overdue, by the way. <laughs> that's interesting. Could you maybe give us a glimpse of your career journey from how it all began? Um, I've always been interested in foreign policy, as I mentioned, but I wasn't sure whether I wanted to teach or practice uh, foreign policy. So I actually tried both to mm. see which one I would uh, enjoy more. I was teaching in UM for a while um, and I felt that um, I'm more suited to practice. So that's why I joined uh, foreign service. Um, so I was at bilateral desk first, uh, doing Singapore issues. And then I was posted three times after that to The Hague in the Netherlands, uh, to New York, hmm. and to Washington DC. Washington DC was my last posting, uh -huh. and I came back about a year ago. Interesting. Out of all your years here, what was the most valuable skill you learned throughout your career? I would say among the most valuable skills would be uh, communication skills and negotiation skills. Uh -huh. What was the most valuable lesson you learned throughout your career? I would say based on my posting to um, our UN mission in New York, the lesson that I learned uh, is that even a small country can make a huge difference. So we managed to adopt a legally binding UN Security Council resolution on Israeli settlements. It was the first time it managed to be adopted and was not vetoed in 36 years. Mm. So Malaysia managed to do that. So to me, that's a valuable lesson that uh, don't think that you can't make a difference. So as someone in international relations, would you say that your job requires a lot of travelling? Yes, definitely. Whether to attend meetings abroad or for overseas posting abroad, normally we'll be sent to stay abroad for three years uh, and then we'll be back for three years and we'll continue that way until you retire. Oh. So it's a lot of movements. What would you say is the most challenging part about this job? I mentioned just now that we, we travel a lot every three years. Uh, we'll be posted abroad and then we'll be back here for three years. But the most challenging part about that is having work-family balance, um, especially if you're a woman diplomat because uh, your husband 
uh, might have his own career, so you might have to leave your family and go abroad. That's actually a challenge faced uh, by many women, and many of them ended up uh, quitting the Foreign Service because of that. So I would say it's very challenging, um, but I'm very thankful to have a very understanding husband. He took sabbatical leave when I was in New York to be with us for three years, but at two, my at two other postings, he was not able to follow me. So it was just me with the kids, and we had to separate from the family. Uh, and of course, when your family members are ill, like uh, your parents and so on, uh, or if they pass away, it might be times when you're not able to make it home. So that's very, I think, very difficult. See. So as Under Secretary of the Human Rights and Humanitarian Division, which human rights issue are you most passionate about? Um, I would say I'm most passionate about protecting human rights of the most vulnerable groups. Um, for example, women, children, um, the disabled, uh, indigenous people, and so on. In your opinion, how can the public participate themselves in diplomacy? Um, one way is through Model UN. Uh, I also encourage my own children to do that. Uh, it gives a very good exposure and experience in how diplomacy is actually conducted uh, through participating Model UN. Another way the public can participate uh, in diplomacy, I would say through various internship opportunities, whether at embassies abroad um, or at international organizations or even NGOs, because we do deal a lot with NGOs, uh, local and, and international. Seeing that we are nearing the end of this session, what advice would you give to those who are interested in pursuing a career in international relations? I would advise them, first of all, to follow your passion, because that's really important to keep you going, because things will get tough. Uh, but if you're passionate about something, that will, it will motivate you. Um, you also need to keep an open mind, because you'll be encountering so many different cultures, values, um, different ways of doing things. So you need to have an open mind and not think that your way is the right way or the only way to do it. Uh, and you also need to maintain an intellectual curiosity, not to think that, oh, you already know everything. You need to, to have that curiosity always. Wow. <laughs> Travelling on the job sounds like a dream to <laughs> me especially. So, Ms. Muni, you are truly an inspiration from the bottom of my heart. But unfortunately, we are running out of time, so I guess that's it for today. Um, thank you so much, Ms. Mooney, for sparing your time for us, for having us today. And to you watching this, stay tuned to Daily Diplomacy. Mm -hmm.